When last we left our band of intrepid heroes, they had traveled back to the city of Lothidar, where they begin their nefarious spy shenanigans by way of sideways seducing Titus Lothied and maybe going out on romantic dates with temple girls and you guys aren't very good at being spies. Oh, hold on. We're going to forge a letter. We spent a lot of time planning to forge a letter. As I yeah. recall, you spent less time forging the letter and more time talking about the man's insect collection. Yes, until he didn't let me anymore. Yes, until you brought up the spider he doesn't want to talk about and he kicked you out. <laughs> yeah, that was going well until you screwed the pooch on it. I know, that was doing the best I had ever done with that dude. <laughs> and, and, and now we kind of worry that we're all going to get our faces eaten by these nightmare spiders. To be fair, they've only ever said one nightmare spider. It's never been plural. It's the nightmare spider. Oh, wonderful. Nothing is ever better when you insert the word the in its name. <laughs> Regardless, you awake in the morning after your uh, first day in Lothidar to a messenger arriving from Baroness Boynum asking that your traveling companion, Karok, push forward to her estate for a few days as she'd like to discuss some of the plans for Statues. It sounds like there used to be some some strong trade relations between her town and yours, and to be frank, Karak's the only one she can stand. Well, obviously we kill the messenger and ignore it. Lauren, go sit in your corner. Oh, Thank yes, you. Ma'am. I'm sorry. What's bad is that people that are listening to this as a podcast are just going to be like, why is everyone being mean to Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> they missed what she's done to us for the last hour. <laughs> and I think that was her plan. So, Vanessa, mm -hmm. Idonia has just arrived in Lothidar this morning. You were dispatched from Casimir by Martella Lothied, asked to travel to her family's land and make contact with an informant she used to have in the area by the name of Opelio. She tells you he's a music student. She doesn't have his direct contact information, but tells you to get it started there, keep low key, and that she already has several agents already implanted in this county. Hmm. She says, you'll know them when you hear about them. <laughs> ah, very interesting. Well, one of the first things she wants to do is she wants to get this job done quickly and efficiently. So when she gets there, she's gonna start you know, we'll start with some casual asking around. How about that? All right. Makes sense. Are you asking around about Apelio or about strange goings on? You know what? She'll probably Newcomers. just... Yeah, she'll probably just start with a nice glass of, of red, something fresh, something fruity, and ask around about the local goings on, hoping that she picks up a couple things. Right, so if I can roll a yeah. gather information. Yep. You can also just take 10 on this if you want. There's no pressure. Well, Oh, well, I rolled a 10, so... A total of 16. You've heard about some new nobles who've just moved into the area. They're making a splash one way or the other. Some people seem to love them. Some people seem to hate them. Mm. They're very loud, and the nobles are traveling with a dwarf, a half-orc, and an elf. <gasps> yeah, that's them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, it's always good to have a little backup. If I'm going to go poke around for this Opelio, 
Yeah, and they have been here for several, or a week at this point, and probably know the oh. area better than you. I'm sure they know who he is. Uh, so yeah, if I have heard of these folks, I'll go ahead and uh, head to where they seem to be uh, sighted most often, or if they have a base of operations that anyone's talking about. Uh, Perhaps a been... manor house or a tavern? Uh, their manor house is a few days right away, but somebody saw them in town just Ooh. yesterday. They're staring at the, or staying, not staring, at the Blundering Unicorn, a high-end <laughs> traveling house on the edge of the city. Okay. All right, well, uh, she'll finish her glass and she'll she'll make her way over to the Blundering Unicorn with some directions, riding on trusty old Bernard, her, her horse. All right, and the rest of you... Uh getting yourselves some breakfast over at the Blundering Unicorn. What is the plan for the day? Karak has had to ride ahead to try and make arrangements with Baroness Voinum. You've got three days before you have to meet up with Dame Crab about her very naked attraction for Xavier. Is that like a roller coaster ride, a naked attraction? I mean, probably. I mean, it's called a lot of things, Ryan. You can spend the day kind of making more contacts around town. Lake Loch Lane is nearby. You got a, a possible lead about that being where the, the Night Swan hangs out. What other leads do you have right now? Well, I did uh, need to forge that letter. Is that something I could have done last night? We'll say no. Do I need to get some supplies, or was it just really not a good time for forging letters? Oh, no, just not a good time. And everybody had to come back together, and then there was the mandatory drinking. My hands were probably shaking after the whole Nightmare Spider incident, too. Hmm. True, and, and you finished up there later than you thought. Time just kind of flew by once you started talking about locusts. <laughs> I think that the only other lead we have right now is the monster that was sighted at Pinsaris Lake. We do have other leads, but they're pretty reliant on us finishing the bridge uh, that goes west first. Yeah, and you can also take the canal out that way in a few days now that you've got the pump house getting mm. worked on. And you can take the northern road. It's just much, much longer. And we seem to be currently on the Northern Road. Oh, yes. To remind everyone, you're currently here in Lothidar. And your your home away from home down here is the town of Statues, known for apparently its troll statue? You tell us. <laughs> Why is there a giant troll uh, pawn on Statues? I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> I Should don't. I pay for a statue? Because I think you might have a troll statue now. That is not the statue I wanted. Oh, dear. Probably should have Hold had on. a clearer communication with the sculptor. Would you be even a little bit surprised if I did that? <laughs> not even a little, Lauren. <laughs> how? How did you do that? I don't know. I have control over the troll, though, so I'm moving him over to here. That just, that just gives us more questions. How did you get the troll? <laughs> I have many ways. Xavier, what have you Mysterious done? Mysterious ways. <laughs> Nothing. Stop All right, this there madness. We go. Dead. Gone. All Weird. Right. So, Karak has pushed forward to Voinaris here east of Lothidar. Even further east is Moost, where uh, Dame Crab lives and runs her conservatory. And then, if you go south from Moost, there is a town that doesn't have a label on it for whatever reason, but is theoretically where your baron lives. I just... Well, well the, the map doesn't have the name of the city because you've heard the saying that you this action will get the, the town on the map. They only they only half did it. 
They got the icon, but not the label. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe it's a town that doesn't like labels. Jambus. They contacted McNally, but not Rand. Jambus? Jambus. Yes. Jambus. Do you want to write that on there for us? Thank you yeah. so much. He's just trying to figure out how to place a name. I can no, place no. a troll if you want. Stop placing trolls. <laughs> Why are you putting trolls down? <laughs> We just take away all of Lauren's power. Oh, I, I think we'll need to catch a reflection or something like that to do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that after the show. All right. So as you were debating where you want to go, a new traveler walks in off the street. Vanessa, do you want to describe yourself? Sure. In walks a, a rather tall woman with mousy brown hair, straight, sort of boring, a little bit oily. She is wearing. A breastplate that's a bit dented in places and a fairly voluminous shirt underneath with big puffy sleeves and rose motif throughout, leather breeches, and a rapier at her hip. Uh, she walks in, slowly surveys the place, and looks at each one of you, resting her eyes on each of you in an evaluating manner. And as she sees Xavier, she goes... Ah, yes, of course. Yes, uh, of she course. She makes her way <laughs> immediately over. Well, I knew it was you by the way you looked. I get that a lot. <laughs> you must be Xavier? Xavier Sever, yes. Yeah. I think uh, we have a mutual friend. Marty down at the opera house. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Are you passing a secret message? I am <laughs> passing a secret message. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, I did not well enough, even with my extra bonuses. I got a total of 16, and I require we a 20. already knew you didn't do well enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm sorry. I am very popular. Can you remind me about this friend of mine? She's, uh, you know, she's important. Good singing voice. Gets her voice around the country pretty well. <laughs> Yes, well, okay. Ma'am, are you drunk? <laughs> uh, not well enough for this time in the morning. All right. Um, Y'all the nobles around here that have been making a big fuss? Wow. Yes. Fuss is overrated. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. are having a positive impact on our community like we are supposed to. Very many impacts, very many dents. Ah, uh, yes, I see, I see. Hmm. Is there something we can help you with? You know, I hear that you know a lot about what's going on around in town. Maybe you can help me find a fellow. Can I sense motive on this mysterious stranger? <laughs> Absolutely. What's your take 10? Oh, take 10 is 19. Uh, she seems confused, but it, it seems like she knows you, wink, wink. Yeah, she's confused and it's contagious. She, she's clearly trying to communicate things to you clandestinely and doing it poorly. Or way too well. <laughs> or way too well. I'm going to go with that one. So she's frustrated that you're not picking this up. Obviously, it's your fault. She sort of holds her hand to her breastplate and, Milani, help me. And a sphere of white noise, essentially, uh, would uh, materialize around you. An invisible 
sphere as the spell Cloak of Secrets. And so now any sound that comes out of this sphere will sound like speech other than what we're talking about. So she casts this so we have a little bit of discretion. And she says, all right, look, I'm from Lady Martella, Opara, Opera, no? Sense motive. (laughs) 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 Oh, Lady Martella, oh, yes. Yes, all right. The woman who signs your coin purses. <laughs> yeah, she told me to, to look out for you, and maybe you can you can help me a bit, and maybe I can help you a bit. I'm looking for a specific individual by the name of Opelio. Is this a code? Because I do not know that person either. No, 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 no. There's, a, there's magic going on. There's magic. No one can understand what we're talking about. It sounds like we're talking about, I don't know, chickens or something. I, I'm looking for Opelio. We can't help you. Well, I can't help you. Does, uh, anyone? Opelio? Well, I, are we in the spell, or is it just the two of you? Because I'm about oh, to yeah, ask sorry. Glanville why you all are judging chickens. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a five-foot sphere, so if we're all sitting like tightly at one cafe table or something, it should cover all of us. Glanville, why are they talking about breeds of chickens? It's... it's I'm sorry, Lily. This is this is often some of the conversation from the common folk. Next, they'll be talking about cows and weather. Ugh. Can you tell us anything about Opelio? Uh, I heard he has something to do with the music scene. I'm not really sure. I, I heard that you folks would know what's going on around here. We know some things that are going on around here. We do know a connection in the music scene. The, someone we've been meaning to catch up on, the Purple Finch, is uh, what she was known as. Her name is Alista. Mm. Uh, it was not our immediate plans, but we can move our plans around if this is urgent enough, and we can go and see her today. I don't know. It's it's my job. Uh, I just thought maybe you'd save me a little time knowing this uh, Opelio, but if you want to talk to this Finch, that's fine. Well, uh, we can't talk to Opelio. The only way we could possibly get there is by talking to the Purple Finch first. Sure. Purple Finch. Got it. So one of you is a druid? It's a name. It's just a... Uh... She's a, I think, a flautist. I don't care what she's flouting. Look, um, if if you know someone who can point me in the right direction, that's great. Also, I'm supposed to see how you're doing in your mission. We're doing <laughs> giant over overly done wink, which because of the spell, <laughs> looks like they can see Lily. They're even imitating their chickens right now. <laughs> this is the strangest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, up until maybe 20 minutes ago, I would have said we're doing very well, but I'm just starting to doubt all of my skills. <laughs> why why are you down them? <laughs> you have to have self-confidence. Come yes, on. that is what I lack. I hear <sighs> that a lot. And context. <laughs> so here's the deal. You give me a quick rundown of what you're doing so I can go report back to Lady Martella. I'll let her know you're on the level. And if you need help with anything while I'm here, I got some time to kill. Oh, my uncle had one of those. That's a really good stock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is your name? Oh, my name is Idonia. And are you a cleric of Milani or is that part of the cover? Did the roses give it away? Sort of. Priestess. I wouldn't say cleric. Um, clerics are a little too... I don't know, bookish, uh, a little too preachy. I like to get things done, okay? Let's just put it that way. But yeah, Idonia Stonebrook, you probably haven't heard of me. 
And see, Lily, see, they're, they're exactly right. There's no difference in the taste between the brown eggs and the, and the white eggs. I disagree. I cook them with them all the time. The brown eggs always make for better food. Always. I'm sorry. Does your spell work two ways, or are they just having a very strange conversation about eggs? We're on the other side of the table. The spell picks whatever it wants this to sound like. They think we're talking about something completely uninteresting, which unfortunately is the case. But if you'll let me know what you're up to, maybe I can give you a hand. I have, you know, I have some skills. Well, at the moment, we are in charge of the well-being of Statues, which is not far from here, but we are currently just out doing some errands for the sake of the city, that town. Wow, errands. This is going to be so much fun to assist with. Well, I'm at your disposal for until they give me another job uh, or until I am called back after gathering as much information as I can about your situation. But feel free to use me. I'm at your disposal. And I think... Uh, let's see. <laughs> She's looking at the ground. She's like, yeah, I'll keep this seat open in case anyone else needs to talk about anything without anyone overhearing. It should be around for another... Eh, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I will let the rest of them know. You want a drink? Uh, yes, please. A Caesar, bloody. Whoever that is. <laughs> Very nice. And she'll get up and she'll go get drinks for the table. Uh, and the, the zone follows you, right? Uh, no, it is an in-place, basically surrounding on the spot between where the two of us were talking. Uh, it is a... a Five foot, five foot radius emanation centered on a point in space. So she would have picked right between the two of us. Okay, yeah. So while you're getting the drinks, I'll, I'll cue everyone to get in closer. Martella Center. That was what she was trying to tell us. And uh, she is here to uh, just meet with someone named Opelio. They are uh, some kind of musician. So I told them we would talk to the Purple Finch with her, help her with her mission. She might help us with ours. We all seem to have some allies. Am I, am I, have I eaten crazy pills? I just heard you talking about omelets and horseradishes. Yes, Xavier, I am incredibly impressed. That is the most sophisticated spies code I've ever heard. (laughs) Nothing to do with me. It is this, this dome that we have been uh, locked within. What dome? The cone of silence? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, like, is it visible? Like, do people see it? I mean, you said that there was, like, white noise, right? Uh, Uh, Nope, it's an invisible bubble that filters all speech coming from inside the affected area. Yeah, because if it's not invisible, it's kind of a crappy spell. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Let me step into the phone booth for this conversation real quick. Nothing nothing clandestine going here. Since you've listening, you could make a sense motive check to realize that the apparent conversation doesn't actually make any sense. Oh, no, it's more fun to just be stupid about it. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess the one question is, do we trust her? Uh, it would seem... This would be a poor attempt to implant somebody into our ranks. And I cannot believe that that they would be so capable of such a poor attempt. <laughs> it's a very convincing argument. She used a holy symbol of Milani to cast a spell, so... Do we have any way of contacting Lady Martella just to ask her if she sent an agent? I, I believe the, the, the young lady has said that she is the way we contact Martella, which yes. presents a rather difficult uh, conundrum. I got it. I will cast a zone's truth on her the next time she comes and sits down. 
Oh, if you put it down now, she won't be able to see it. Well, it's very important she sees me cast it. Oh, okay. This sounds like a plan. All right, so she'll return uh, with a tray of drinks as the uh, the waiter is starting to get them all. She just grabs the tray and brings it herself. I got it. It's fine. <laughs> Leaves her coin on the on the counter. Okay, uh, so I have a tomato juice and several ales, right? It's close enough. Good. I, All right. I, please, please, Miss Stanstill, I need to cast the, the, the of course, my, my favorite spell, um, Deception Tongue Explosion. And then I, <laughs> I, I cast a spell on her. It, it is all right. As long as you do not lie to us, your tongue will not explode. Bluff check. I mean, you're not technically lying. <laughs> so I'll get the bonus to the bluff check? Sure. Take a plus two bonus. What do you mean he's not lying? Your tongue doesn't explode? And that's not the name of the spell. No, none of this adds up. <laughs> All right, so where's my where's my uh, bluff on this thing? I looked for deception. Good grief. <laughs> that is a 24. Sure, yeah, no, I believe you. <laughs> All right, if you lie, your tongue will explode, so... All right, lay it on me. All right. And then I, I do... Basically, I'm just using... Um, Who do you work for? <laughs> well, I work for Lady Martella, I told you. Or watch her tongue. <laughs> it does not explode. All right, mm. I think she checks out. Seems intact. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I believe we no longer need the spell. And then just really? press the digitation and get rid of it. You can get me to answer any question truthfully, and you stop at who do you work for? You could have found out so many more interesting things about me. <laughs> What's your favorite color? I'm not answering it now. You took the spell down. I don't know I'm not even there. Who are you talking to? <laughs> what? Oh, it's the it's the sphere again. I leaned out of it for a second. Oh, second. All right. So what's the plan? What are we up to? We are going to find the purple finch. In order to start a revolution. Yes. In in such a way, yes. Actually, we're also going to write a letter to start a revolution. Yeah, that's a little far down the path. We'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Also, we have to well, fix a we bridge. We need to build the bridge, Lily, not to burn it. Oh, yeah. So we're building a bridge, and then we're burning it. Is this a metaphorical bridge? One of them is. <laughs> Purple Finch hangs out down by the concert hall. Usually, you know, practice, spends the morning practicing with some of the other woodwinds. Does anyone think it might intimidate the musicians for the nobles with their well-armed entourage to just walk in. That's a good point. Ogden, you need to wait here. Actually, some intimidation might be usual. I find that when I walk around with my guards, I get in my way more often than not. Really? I just need to ask. People are so happy to just do things for me. Yes, yes, yes. They would. They would. Honestly, I would. <laughs> That's so. Lily, will you be taking the lead? You spoke with the Purple Finch candidly when we were at the ma manor, the mansion. I, I like to think I made friends with her, but I know she was really hesitant to, you know, be open with me. She was afraid that I'd just slap her like all the other nobles do, I suppose. Oh, that's true. We should not lead with you because you are the noble in her eyes. But possibly talking to one of the help or, or Idonia, uh, do you know 
enough about Opelio that you could just lead this conversation and we will be the person that introduces you? Let's just say I know more than you. I have an idea. What kind of instrument does Opelio play? I don't know. Uh, pianist. What the, a pianist. Well, Do why don't this? we just try to hire a pianist? There can't be that many here. Well, do you think the Domovoys would appreciate some some music in the in their manner? Uh, they didn't say anything about liking music. No, they like beer. Let's just start with just trying to find this person. We we wander on in. Huh. All right. Yeah. Guns a blazing. It's a pretty small concert hall. It seems like it's seen much better days. The frescoes are faded and chipped, a little dirty, but the acoustics are still solid. You you can actually overhear the woodwind section sort of practicing on the stage for a few minutes before uh, somebody notices that you've you're standing off in the wings and, and breaks up rehearsal for a minute. This is so delightfully merchant class. <laughs> Krista, remind me, what, Alista was wearing a mask most of the time we associated with her, but did she ever take it off? Would we be able to recognize her? Yeah, she took it off a couple of times. You can okay. recognize her fine-featured, dark skin, like short-cropped black hair. Mm-hmm. All right, where is she now? Looking over at you and waving at Lily. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to happily wave back and start to run over there and then realize I'm supposed to walk like a dignified noble lady, and then I will walk like a dignified noble lady over there. And I will sigh like an exasperated uh, 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 caretaker and, and try to follow after her much more dignified than that. I will run over like a dignified noble lady. <laughs> Idonia slowly swaggers. Ogdrin, what are you up to? You haven't said much oh, this session. No, sorry, I was in the can. What's going on? <laughs> 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 No, no, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll just hang back, basically, look imposing. All right. Yeah, she, she smiles and she, she does a polite little curtsy when Lily gets close, and uh, I just hug her. I just hug ah! her. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa, it's so good to see you again, Lady Lily. I didn't think you'd follow up, but it's lovely to see you. Are you, are you looking for a performer? <gasps> oh. Well, maybe a little bit, but first, like, I don't think I'd actually heard you play before. That was really good. Could you do a little bit more for us? Oh, of course. I, you, you embarrass you, me. I, you can't pick Now, me you don't have to, only if you want to, okay? Well, it, it looks like you're here on business. Is there anything I can help you out with? Well, um, you know, there's not really a lot of music down in Statues. I thought, I mean... Wait. What about old Jed and his banjo? It's legend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, it, no. um, old Jeb's old Jeb's a bit of an acquired taste, and I don't think I've acquired it yet. <laughs> so I was wondering if there was like a pianist around here. Maybe we could talk to. I kind of miss the piano from back home in Apara. Oh yeah, there's a couple pianists in Lothidar. Yeah. Oh yeah, could you introduce us to to a few? Oh yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, I mean, they're a bunch sure. of drunks, so. Mostly, you just need to hang out at the musician's bar uh, around sunset. Well, somebody told me that there was a pianist here who was the best. His name was O-something? Oh, Opelio! Opelio, yeah. Is he available? No, I don't think he's in Lothidar. Uh, 
Last I saw him was when I was still at conservatory over in Moost. Oh gosh, Moost is kind of far, but I kind of got my heart set on uh, listening to him play when we were trying to go to bed at night. So I might have to go over there. <laughs> well, good luck getting him out of Moost. He's got it bad for the instructor's daughter. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like, that boy was fixated. <laughs> but, I don't know. Maybe. I guess it depends on how much you can pay. or. Yeah. I mean, I'll I don't know. He was always a little him. full of himself, so I didn't really get to know him. But, I mean, great talent. Hmm. Well, we're going to head over there, I think, then. Uh, where, where do you think we'll find him in Moost? I don't know. I check with the conservatory first. Ask Dame Crab. She knows just about every student. Okay. I had uh, I had another question for you. We're thinking about holding a festival. And I, couldn't, I was thinking, I was like, who do we know that would be perfect to help us with this festival? Holy crap, it has to be Alista. She was so good. Would you want to help us plan this? Would you want to maybe perform at it? Of course, you'd be well paid. I'm happy to perform. I'm not... I mean, I'm not a jester full-time. That was just a side gig. I, I'm i not really much of a planner. No, no, as a flautist. Yeah, yeah, no, oh. I'd love to perform. Oh, that's... I'm really glad to hear it. I was really hoping you'd say yes. It'd do, it do little statues a lot of good to have you in it. Oh, Thanks. Can't believe I get to go to Statues and meet old Jed. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a legend, ain't he? Something like that. Watch as it turns out that old Jed actually is like the Bob Dylan of Galarian. That'd be something. Yes, so to, for context for our new listeners and for Vanessa, old Jed is a dear friend that our party has made in their, their little town of Statues. He's mm. very enthusiastic. He is a valued member of that community. It's just too bad he's always got that vice making him in such a bad mood. Vice? Locked in a vice, I don't know. I'm, I'm writing notes while I'm talking. I really shouldn't do two things at the same time. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Pretend I said something funny. So, yeah, you've got to <laughs> Right? <laughs> So, yes, you've got a lead on Apelio. He appears to be in Moost. How convenient. We were heading to Moost. Uh, should we just, just go, go to Moost? It's almost like a brilliant game master planned it that way. Uh, the only thing I need to... Uh, the instructor's daughter. Is that the instructor here? Should we find a follow-up on that before we go? Oh, no, the instructor's out at the conservatory. Uh, that's the big thing Moost is known for. Music school. Then I see no reason not to go to Moost right away. Well, didn't we have some further business here? Like your forgery and planting that? Forgery? Oh, we killed the purple finch. <laughs> oh, goodness, no, we're not saying that in front of her. Oh, dear. <laughs> I, I, am, I am terribly, terribly sorry. You see, our dear grandmother is, is, is such a fan of, I'm going to invent some noble's name, and, and we, of course, could not get their autograph in while we were here in the city, so, so we, uh, we, we're going to uh, have to, uh, you know, a, a little white lie to keep Granny happy. Oh, like how I pretend I'm straight around Grandma. Exactly. I know exactly what you 
That's going in my notes. <laughs> That's going in my notes. Ooh. Shoot, I guess I'm not taking good enough notes. Hold on. <laughs> The, w- the way you described her, I was picturing a uh, cutie pie, so. <laughs> I was picturing Lupita Nyong'o's. Oh, yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> so, so please, please, please don't concern yourself with that, that little folly of ours. No, no, no worries. I'm, I'm getting used to some eccentricity around uh, uh, Lady Lily, but <laughs> I look forward to performing at your festival, and, and hopefully I'll see you all again soon. And, and hopefully it won't be flooded when we get there. <laughs> We're working on it. Hmm. All, right. All right. Do we head back to the blundering unicorn? Are we going to leave the city or are we going to try the uh, note trick? Crystal, how long do we estimate the note trick would take us? An afternoon. Okay. And forgery is not something I could take 20 on, right? No, there's consequences to it. So. it is forgery ling- linguistic? It is. Yes. You're making something when you do a forgery, so would you allow us to use Crafter's Fortune? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me what Crafter's Fortune does, Lauren? It's, I think it's a plus five to your next craft, craft check. For 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you don't have to cast it on yourself? Well, the thing is, you just answered this question, and I immediately forgot what skill you use for forgery. Linguistics. Oh, yeah, I don't have that, so... But you like you can it's it's got a range of touch. Uh, I can't. Uh, it's an extract, and I have to drink it myself. So. Oh, okay, you don't have infusion. I can't help you. Okay. Not, uh, yeah, I think I'm a little too low level for infusions or something. Someday. As a toxin. Someday we'll reach level five. Yeah. Day is not that day. Yeah. Normally it would be one anyone creature. Well, I was just thinking, and apparently it wasn't good thoughts. Either we go to the back to the Blundering Unicorn, or if there's a library where we can get a private room, I can work on this for the rest of the day. Oh, yes, you can get either of those. What is your linguistics bonus? Well, wouldn't you like to know? Do you have some ability to know what my stats are? I know that uh, if I did Crafter's Fortune and just use my int bonus, I'd have to be at plus nine. But it's trained only. Oh, Actually, it? it's knowledge local, and I can roll it if I need to. What? Knowledge local for forgery? For humans. And to know what your skill is. Uh, oh, okay. I roll high enough, then I'll ask Crystal how many questions that got, and then the first question will be, what's his uh, forgery skill? That's how actually true. How long is true. their gestation? Nine months. Okay, good. It's a plus seven. Okay. I mean, I can do it. And I can use inspiration on it to get that extra I, D6. I hate to say oh, wait, this. I have a plus 11. At linguistics? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Can I share my notes on the uh, handwriting that needs to be forged? Maybe even give him a, an aid on this forgery? I'm going to say aiding isn't really going to apply to a forgery, but you can definitely share the notes so that he has a sample of the documents you're, you're working with. All right. So handwriting is somewhat known. I'm not going to say intimately known because you're working for examples. Nice. I don't hear. Before we get started, I know that Melania enjoys such activities. Would she perhaps uh, be able to bless this attempt? I know some clerics are able to instill some luck into such uh, endeavors. Ah, ask me tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, we don't have a tomorrow. Well. What? <laughs> <laughs> the stakes were much higher than I realized. 
You know what I can do for you? I can make a copy of the letter when you're done. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I'm just going to roll it. Ooh, that's four. Fifteen. Ooh, total? Yeah. So plus two because you've got some some of his handwriting samples. Okay, so seventeen. Hmm. And if you come up with an adorable nickname that you reasonably think uh, the, 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 I'm stuttering, or, uh, stuttering on his name. Yeah, Saren was writing a love note or some kind of confession to the ant? Uh, yes, the great ant, uh, Valeto. Uh, so if you can reasonably think of an adorable nickname Saren would use for Valeto, <laughs> I'll give you another plus two bonus. What about what about I, I, my little well, chipmunk? No, no, something it, about it's bugs. Insect. It, it's, yeah. it's a sweetest bumblebee. Oh yeah. Ooh. Honeybee. Honeybee. Yes. My yes, little yes, honeybee. Yes. This is my sweetest, most adorable honeybee. Mead maybe. All right. Take plus two. Okay. Yay! I'm at nineteen. <laughs> I also tell him to really loop the L's. <laughs> So, yeah, you've got a forged letter. It looks great to you. Wonderful! So now you need to decide what you're doing with it. Lily, you seem to have a very elaborate plan for what to do with this letter. Can you remind me? Oh, uh, this wasn't actually my plan. This was somebody else's plan. Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah, my plan was for a different letter. I I was just worried about getting the letter to the princess. It, it was my plan. Oh, all right. Meanwhile, then. Idonia has been writing in a journal this whole time. <laughs> Dear journal, you wouldn't believe. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, that's me. I guess you're wondering how I got myself into this situation. <laughs> Complicated plan with letters. No idea what that plan is. <laughs> but if I had to come up with something we could do with it, I'd say we figure out Golgusarin's common routes through the town and make mm-hmm. sure that this gets quote-unquote dropped on that route. We, we need to know somebody. Who do we know in town that would love to spread this rumor? In this town. Titus. Is it Titus? Yeah. It's Titus. It's totally Titus. Didn't Titus mock the mere idea of it? Yes, but when it was spontaneous, this is going to reinforce something he already heard once before. Two sources of information are what the couriers need in order to publish an article. Surely they can get Titus to blab his mouth. And we are not letting Titus in on this. We are hoping Titus comes across this letter naturally somehow. Of of course. We'll make it happen naturally. Hmm. Naturally. Oh, I have an idea for that. Um... Uh, can can you? Some of you all like disguise your appearance in some manner, to just just to look like any other people's. I not can. not specifically. Like a heavy cloak will do. I will uh, brew an extract of mm-hmm. disguise self right now. Yes, and I'm going to just use the magic for disguise self and and pretend to be the lady in question, and I'll drop this from my paws. Once upon a time, I got a hat or something. Yes. Yeah, you got the magic hat. Like, can we just use them? Can I use the wig again? I need the wig. You don't yes, need the, the wig. wig. The wig yeah. tried to kill you. The hat is the, oh, where the power's at. 
The litwig made me beautiful. You're already beautiful, Glanville. Also, the wig tried to eat your scalp. There's payment for every game. They're they're talking about a wig at this point. I yeah, something about a magic wig. We didn't say the wig was magic. That's from like episode four or something. That's so. Yeah, I think you're right. And my notes go from episode two to episode six. What happened there? <laughs> there was it's a. You did get a magic hat that lets you shapeshift. It was on an evil hat or an evil hairpiece that tried mm. to kill Glanville. May I borrow the the magic hat, preferably without the murder wig? Uh, the murder wig is long gone. You can borrow the hat, but I thought I was going to use the hat. Um, can is your is your acts of illusion and deception take the hat? Very good. I'm just saying. Did you study this exact tactic for thirty years like I did? No, which is why I thought you didn't need something like the hat. I don't. It just <laughs> looks good on me. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, you wear the hat, Javier. Take the hat. I, I, keep the hat. You take the hat. <laughs> I, I grabbed the hat from both of you, and I put That's it not on Alden's head. <laughs> it's too late. I'm doing it. That's not okay. a lady's hat. No, I put it on Ogdren. What? <laughs> what? 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 Good. You can just be a different bodyguard. No, Ogdren right. can be uh, Duchess Valeto Lothied. <laughs> yeah, sure. Ooh, this hat's more That'll powerful work. than I thought. <laughs> it's a good hat. All right, so Glanville, are you taking that? Uh... Yeah, I, I'm gonna put the yeah. All right, so I put on the wig. No, I put on the hat. <laughs> I am worried about your obsession with the wig. Why do you still have that thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I put on the hat. I dis disguise myself as Lady Lothied. I try to. F well, first we need to find Titus, and then and then have him see me drop it. Shouldn't I do this since I have disguise self and probably more bluff? I do you? It's if there's one thing I know about Glanville, it's that he's a liar. Just I am a very good liar. Just let Param be an old woman. It's what he wants. No, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Go for it. You Red have more interactions really with her than anyone. Cross dress. Mm. I mean, I'm already halfway through the body type. <laughs> Just go for it. All right, so can we find Titus? Uh, you can. He is he is hanging out in front of a a rather nice dress shop, sort of looking at or looking through the window. Oh, wonderful. Um So, okay, I'm going to come around the corner again at this time as Lady Lothied with my bodyguard. Yeah, sure, I'll be in a big heavy cloak. And then I will... I, I danced with her and talked with her, so I should be able to, to, to do her voice. Um, and then I'm going to try to, you know, uh, gawk at one of the... the uh, look, I cannot believe the styles the young ladies are wearing these days. Purely scandalous. Oh, oh no, Titus, dear. You're, you're interested in one of the dresses? Is there a little one in your life you've got your eye on? Give me a bluff check real quick. Or I guess a disguise check at this point. <laughs> With your plus 20 bonus for the disguise self spell. <laughs> and that would be... A31. 
Well, he uh, whips around and turns beet red. Uh, 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 at at Valedo? You uh, you're not supposed to be out of the castle. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. No, Bartleby's gonna be mad. We need to get you back there. No, I, I, I brought someone from the castle with me. Who is that? You can't just let her wander around. <laughs> now come on, do not spoil a lady's day out. I get so few of these these days. I swear that is. No. I'm going to start walking a... away now. No, wait. He reaches out and grabs your arm. No, Aunt Valeda, And that is when I'm to... going to drop the letter. No. Okay. Does... <laughs> Titus is kind of thick. Does he notice the letter? Oh, he's he like dense. He does notice the letter. <laughs> yes, he's dense. He, he notices it, but he's still kind of looking at you. And like, looks back and forth and bends over and picks it up and sort of glances at it and looks at you in horror. And then I, I slap his hand and get it off my shoulder. I swear, Titus, if, if you get fresh with me out here in the middle of the market streets, what on earth will Ma- Master Lothian think? Master Lothian? Whoever. Whatever. I get out of here. I'm gonna leave now. They think she's crazy anyway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, I'm going to say, you could get around a corner. What do you do as you hear bootfalls kind of, like, following behind you? Uh, I go invisible. All right. Uh, Titus. Uh, I hide. Your... <laughs> <laughs> I take the... <laughs> uh, uh, uh-oh. Um, <laughs> She's known for sneaking him out and getting uh, away. So, Titus rounds the corner, completely ignores the dwarven commoner, and just starts looking around. Like, oh, this is just... He looks down at the letter again and looks a little disgusted. Ooh. Ooh. Sort of wanders back out into the street and tucks the letter into his jacket. So, mission... I don't even know if we had a mission name for this, but mission accomplished. Wow, that... That was good, guys. I like special. Mr. Glanville, you could have could have warned me that, that you were gonna go invisible there. Uh, uh, he left me kind of high and dry. I'm gone. I'm, uh, gone. I, I'm talking to the air. I bet, aren't I? He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> God's chomp, chomp, chomp. Eventually, I collect their our friend Audrey. Collect a very angry dwarf stamping down the street. <laughs> Are there any other kind of dwarf? I think what I like is that you didn't actually need to be there, but you also have this very memorable interaction with Titus from the past, so you totally could have compromised the whole mission just by being there. Oh, I know. <laughs> that was the best part. Yeah, and just looking back, it's like, what was his role again? Why? Why did she need a bodyguard? But it all worked out. It all worked out okay. Maybe. Maybe. I have to trust in that boy. <laughs> I believe in him. You believe in Titus? I do. Why does Cadoc when you need a drink? No, no, you'll just have to pay for it yourself. <laughs> you can still get a drink, <laughs> you freeloader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
well, I think that went rather well, don't you, Ogden? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, he seemed to, well, he, he picked it up. He picked that letter up and he looked at it, so maybe he believes it. Okay. Let's go find the others then. Uh, oh, all right, yeah. Uh, that was a pretty, <laughs> pretty good, pretty good trick. Here you go, Xavier, and, and, and make sure you congratulate Ogdren. He did fantastically. Congratulations, Ogdren. I hear you did fantastically. Uh, sure. I don't. I don't know. I guess so. It was. It was uh, Master Glanville there. He was the real star of the show. Ogdren, if I'm being hmm. honest, I believe you way more than what Glanville just said. <laughs> I don't know. If I know Ogden, I bet he just grunted and stomped around a bit. Exactly! It was perfect! <laughs> he was right. confused, he was frustrated, he didn't know what was going on, it's and I was the crazy granny out in the street! because I didn't know what was going on. You are a method actor, Ogden. You should be proud! We're all so proud of you right now, Ogden. Oh my gosh. Good job. Uh, th th thanks, 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 thanks. Look to the crew, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Did we have any other business in Lothadar? Yes, one final bit of business. Getting out now. <laughs> well, tune in next time as we discover can our brave adventurers escape from Lothadar? Uh oh. I'm gonna try the door. There's a city gate. Yeah, there's no doors in the city? <laughs> this no, is why it's going to fail. It's the city of no doors. Everything's just here. beaded curtains. Uh, I came in on the road. I figured we could just take the road out. This has been a No Direction Network production. Adventurous is brought to you by Roll20.net and Sirenscape, and is played on the Roll20 virtual tabletop using their official license for War for the Crown Adventure Path digital conversion with soundtrack and original theme provided by Sirenscape and the Sirenscape Fantasy Player. Join us in two weeks for the next episode of Adventurous.